You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. Never came, low end. You came walking in here like, hey, what's up, man? What's up, brother? Kind of I was skiing like, hey, today. You know, whatever it is, what it is. I was skiing today. Oh, big yeah? time. Yeah. This is how you ski? That's, That's how, how I ski? always ski. <laughs> tell your, tell a friend. Okay. Um, yeah, man. Went skiing. Um, hit the slopes. Shredded some gnarly, gnarly powd. Do you ski or snowboard? I ski, man. I ski. Why don't you be cool and snowboard? That's who the, said who? That's skiing's the cool. cool. People, the cool people snowboard. F that. What is this, 1994? Tommy jumped out of an airplane in the Power Rangers movie on a snowboard, not on a bunch of skis. Yeah, and where'd that get him? He's dead now. Too fucking soon, dude. <laughs> it just happened like within this past year. It's too soon. I know. What they? It was like suicide, right? Was it? Was I it? think it was Rita Repulsa, if you ask me. <laughs> They're just saying it's suicide, but... <laughs> the name of this episode is too soon. <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was Rita. She's up to no good again. It's morphing time. Starting a little trouble in our neighborhood. <laughs> no man, I ski. You know, uh, I had a, I had. Listen to me, like I have friends anymore. No, but <laughs> I, uh, I got some buddies, and and they're all big snowboarders, and they used to give me shit. They'd be like, "Oh, you should snowboard. You should, you should. We're all snowboarders. You should snowboard with me." And I gotta tell you, I tried it twice, and I suck at it. But I'm a really freaking good skier. Oh, yeah? Like, insanely good. Really good at the pizza french fries? Pizza french fries? No, Super forget that. I'm just, I'm just like, like, I'm really good. Like, like not not to, to whistle my own whistle here, but uh, if you know what I mean. Olympi- I, Olympic athlete in the, in the future, is that what we're hearing? You know? No, I'm way past my prime for that. But uh, How many jumps really, do you do whenever you go skiing? What's, what's your, like, jump I was rate? doing them today. Like, like, but, like, how high? I like, went to the train you... park. I was hitting the big ones. Like, like. You I was grinding about, rails. What about those, like, those Olympic athletes that go down that big-ass slide? That's and a ski they, jump. Yeah, you, you ever That's, do something I've like never that? done Just... a ski jump. That's a whole different. Yeah, spread those legs fly. Yeah, I, I mean, spread the legs, but that is a different. Uh, that's a different skill level. You've I've never, never done, done never done this, never done the ski jump. Never done that. You gotta do it next time. I'm more of an alpine yeah, downhill. Make a TikTok while you're doing the ski jump, as you go down, like here I go doing the ski jump. I tried to make a TikTok today, but it was too cold, and my phone was not cooperating. It was too cold. I call, we call that user error in the field. I saw a kid fall out of the ski lift today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still shook. I'm still shook, and I think he jumped on purpose. What, to be like a dipshit? Like, yeah. He was like some 14-year-old scrawny little squeaky was it, was kid. Girl, was he sitting with some girls trying to do some <laughs> impressive stuff? Or was it him and the boys? No, it was him and two two other guys. And they were like right in front of us get waiting to get on the lift. And 
he says to his two buddies, he's like, hey, let me ride up by myself. So, like, he goes on a lift all by himself. His two friends go right behind him. There's a big line of people. I'm like, these jag-offs. Is somebody managing that? Isn't there somebody up there being like, no. like, a, like a roller coaster? Like, all right, you, you three, go ahead. There was one employee, and he had to work the little switchboard for the lift. There was nobody standing and working the line. Yeah. You know, didn't have help there. But, but I'm like, this dick. Like, you got a line of people. You can't ride with your two friends. It was a three-seater. They could have all three fit on one. Yeah. But he goes by himself. So then I'm on the lift, and we're going up. We, we weren't even that far up. Homeboy just bails like a like a Tom Cruise movie. He just goes out and there was a big jump and it was like fresh powder. Is there like a bar in front of you or something like that? Or you just yeah, you put it down. Come on. They're teenagers. Right. You, you talk about being cool. You don't put the bar down if you're a teenager. That's just that's rule number uno. But this this kid just like yeets himself off the chair. <laughs> I thought he fell. I thought he just like, and he hit hard. Was he trying to get like some serious mad speed or something like that? Like, let me fall and then hit the slopes and then. I'm no, like his everybody. skis popped off. <laughs> like he yard sailed it. <laughs> he hit that. Like it was like a like a what you call a snow angel. Like yeah. he left that. I was like, bro, are you okay? And he like laughed. He was like, yeah. That would have been a good TikTok. And then that would have been a great. My daughter TikTok. was on the lift with me, and she said to me, she's like. I heard his friends say when he was getting on the lift, I was too mad about them not sharing a, sharing a chair. They're like, he's not going to do it. I was oh, like, so what? Premeditated. And then the two guys in front of us turn around. They're like, was he hurt? I was like, no, I think he popped up. And they go, we can't believe he did that. I was like, did he do that on purpose? They're like, yeah, he jumped. He didn't fall. I'm like, what what's, a what's, what's, deal? What's the old graph? The more you fuck around, the more you, you find, find out. out. Yeah, exactly. So like, what he, an idiot. He should be thrown. Like, he's lucky he didn't break his legs. Yeah. He should be thrown off the slopes. <sighs> find that kid. But anyway, a couple of my buddies, they were all big snowboarders. I got to tell you, I tried it one. I tried it twice. And I just, I was not good. And I'm a really good skier. So I didn't want to be bad at it. But I'm really good at skiing. Yeah. Plus, you got to strap in and unstrap every time you're snowboarding. You get on and off the lift. You got to sit down and strap. That's not for me. On skiers, you get right off the lift. You ski right around. You go down the slopes. You can get so much more skiing time in than you do on a snowboard. Take that to the bank. So then I finally got sick of my friends. And I said, here's the deal. He's like, when any of you can beat me to the bottom of the hill, I'll quit skiing and start snowboarding. To this day, I still ski because none of them can beat me. None of them. And I'm not just being a cocky asshole. I'm cocky because I can be. I don't know. It, sound, it sounds a little bit like... No, I'm cocky because I can be. That, that, that's, that's the ultimate cockiness. That's right. That's, that's what we call big dick energy. PDE. <laughs> that's me to a T. So good times today, but I'm probably a little bit bushed because we're hitting them hard. We're hitting them hard all day. You do any drinking whenever you're on the show? Oh, slopes? yeah. Hell, yeah. That's another thing. Listen to this bullshit. <laughs> all right. So my wife, she oh uh, god, she's not a big skier. She has skied, but she does she doesn't love it like like I do. So she stayed in the lodge most of the day. She's still working on her PhD, so she wrote some papers. She was reading a book. There's a bar right there in the lodge. So don't you know? She goes up to get a drink, and some guy at the bar 
starts buying her drinks. Yo. Yo. Hey, yo. But, like, yeah, she tells me about this. Guy bought her, like, two drinks. They were, like, $7 Trulies, right? Like. That's, that's a, that's, she's looking for a hand job or something. I That's what, with that. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, she tells me about later. And, and after the second drink, <laughs> she was, like, cool about it. She was like, no, 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 you don't have to buy it. And he was all straight up like, no, no. The guy had a tab or whatever. He's like, you're not buying it. Your money's no good here. She's like, my money most certainly is good here. Like, I'm a strong, independent woman. Yeah, like, I'm like, dude, he was flirting with you. <laughs> Hardcore. And then she takes the second drink that he bought, and he noticed her ring. And he said to her, he's like, oh, that's a nice ring you got there. But he didn't notice it for the first two. Yeah. So he was trying. He was trying. You know what? I can't. I can't hate on it. I can't. Was she mad that you didn't get jealous? I mean, I fucking did get jealous. Did? <laughs> I would have been like, "Yo, did you <clears throat> save one for me?" Maybe. I mean, she got two free drinks. So that kind of saved us money in the long run. That's but, what you should be worried about. But man. like, but like, she was done up. Like, she was looking cute. She was like in her like her snow bunny gear, dude. Snow bunnies. Oh yeah. Snow bunnies. Forget like beach babes and bikinis. Give me snow bunnies and like. Tight ski pants, yoga pants, and like, and like sweaters, like any day of the week. Something about it, man. Snow bunnies got it. That's what they got it going on. Yeah, and she was dressed in her snow bunny gear. That's she why was she looking, got the drinks. She was looking cute, and she got the drinks bought for. And we've been together. My God, we neither one of us were twenty one when we first started dating. So she kind of made the comment. She's like, "Is this what it? Is this what it's like?" For girls that are like in their early 20s and in their prime of being attractive and go to bars and not have to spend any money. She's like, because I never experienced this because we were always together. Like, she's like, I was never at a bar and single, like ever. She's like, this is pretty great. I'm like, yeah, well, good for fucking you. Yeah, cool. Like, you make sure you tell all those ladies that are like talking about how much of a burden it is. Like, why can't people just leave me alone at the bar? No, it's, it's great. I wish. I wish as a man, as a man, an adult man, I wish I could go out to the bar and ladies would like be like, oh, let me buy you a drink. Like, constantly like, no, you comments. have to do the drink it. buying. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I would love that. So, you know, all the women, they're like, oh, you know, leave us alone. No, like, fucking, it's great. It's These great. gender norms. I mean, <laughs> who needs them? That's no, it's gen- gender is them? just a social construct anyway. We should just, everybody should just be buying each other. Drinks at the bar all night. Exactly. Forget it. If we all bought each other a drink, we would all break even. <laughs> There's no point in buying drinks. It's like when you're driving in the city and you let one car in front of you. Yeah. Because you're hoping eventually down the road somebody let you in front. Yeah. 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 If you do that, tra- traffic keeps moving. Yeah. That's that's a great metaphor for it. There's always that one. It's always that one a-hole that never lets anybody in. Yeah, exactly. Ruin the whole system. Sounds a lot like socialism. But anyway, I, di- I digress. Don't talk about don't talk about socialism. Don't don't do. Oh, that. you want to talk about fascism? What were you telling me about fascism earlier? No, I was just asking you if you knew, uh, like you were asking me like, hey, what's like new in the news? And I wound up on the TikTok algorithm that constantly talks about like fascism going on in this country and gives you a bunch of bullshit. <coughs> so it's like mm-hmm. Florida, Ron DeSantis. Oh, here terrible, we go. Terrible individual that he. You is. asked me, have you been following what's going on in Florida? And that is such a loaded question because I feel like you could teach an entire master's course. Not in Florida, you can't. 
Well, <laughs> not in Florida, Good you one. can't. Good one, my friend. <laughs> Let's just say in a different state, in a different university setting, you could teach an entire master's course on the goings-ons of the Sunshine State. Yeah. So when you say, have you been following what's going on? I believe I have for the most part, but I wouldn't be shocked if you just threw a a fact at me that I'd never heard well, about the, Florida man. Well, there's or, the book banning, obviously. In the all book the banning, yes. There's bo- the anti-LGBTQ movements going on in there and the fact they've made uh, transitioning, uh, if you're underage, illegal, and I think they're pushing to make it illegal just in general. They're like, so from what I understand, like they're even pushing it where it's like, if you're a parent and you're a lot, like have been going to your doctor to like get like, gene therapy or something like that or whatever right, it is right. like they could take your child away because that's endangering your child apparently and then there's all the it's illegal to do drag shows now drag shows i did state, hear about so that have you ever been to a drag show no but it sounds fun i went to a drag show once it was a ton of fun it always sounds fun like it is I, a ton of fun so one of my favorite movies is the birdcage love the bird it's cage. A great if you have not seen it Primo Robin Love Williams. the birdcage. Primo, uh, what's uh, um, what's his name? Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. Primo, it's so amazing, and it just makes drag shows. Hello, it's career. What are you gonna let me try out? It just makes <laughs> drag shows seem so fun. That's what I'm mad to drag shows must be. I would love to go to a drag show. It's really fun. Madonna, Madonna, <laughs> love that movie. I need to rewatch that movie. So good, but it's like that's. I don't know. It's 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 a shit show in Florida, and I think it's one of those kind of things you got to pay attention to a little bit because, unfortunately, this man is aiming to run for the presidency in 2024. Didn't so. the birdcage take place in Florida? It was Miami. <laughs> it was Miami. That's the right. bird show. The birdcage could no longer happen. And today, no, it, it Ron DeSantis's Florida. Forget about that quality film we had from the 1990s. Birdcage is illegal. That would suck so much. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I know we don't have Robin anymore, but what if they did a Birdcage 2 with Ron DeSantis as the, was it the Gene Hackman character? Yeah. The the conservative yeah. politician? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd pay money. I'd go see that in the theaters. Hey, yeah. Universal. Ron DeSantis looking at you. have to have a sense of humor, though. Like, oh no, they, he wouldn't play it. Like, You'd well, get no, somebody no, 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 to play no, him. Like, just to, for it to exist, just for it to exist, Ron DeSantis would have to have a sense of humor. Why? Well, he has no say. If he becomes president, he's going to make a lot of fucking changes. He's not going to be president. You think? I hope he's not going to be president. In fact, I hope he gets the nomination because Trump's going to cry about it and he's going to run third party and destroy everything. I I don't know if Trump will run third party. I think I don't I don't know if he will honestly. He's been he's been making lots of fucking money lately, like doing all his other nonsense. He's got two he's got two big projects he's doing. One, he's writing a book. Well, he's not writing a book. His ghostwriter is. He's he's putting together a book called Letters to Trump, and it's just a book filled with all the love letters that he gets in the mail from his uh, people that love him. All the, the fan letters. That's all it is, apparently. Dude, we should write him a letter. It won't make it in the book. <laughs> well, whatever we say is not going to make it in there. Please put this in He's the book. He's not going to read it, but the his publisher will. So, oh my god, what would you put in a letter to Trump? <clears throat> Fuck off, <laughs> I guess would be just like the starting 
the starting sentence and then I have to I'd have to give it a lot of thought because first of all you got to do you got to no what you do is you write using a lot of big words a lot of huge words that are complicated that somebody like Trunk would never understand in a million years that's what you do and it's it's just an insult it's it yeah that's what you do I see I'd go the opposite way I'd make it easier for him to understand so I'd draw some pictures like I'd make it like comic style. But you want it to be in the book though. So you wanted to make sure he doesn't fully understand it. Wouldn't make him think that like, oh, some really smart dude must like me. I don't think we're making the book regardless. <laughs> no, I don't think either. But I would I would do comic strip style. I would I would make like a like I'd have like a McDonald's cheeseburger. And from off from off stage left, a very tiny hand coming into the shot reaching for McDonald's burger. And it just makes the burger look massive. But then you realize it's just a regular burger and the small hands belong to Donald Trump. Come on, that's gold, right? Yeah, it's gold. It's gold. We'll never make it in the book, though. No, nah, we're not making it book. Never make it in the book. Never make it in the book. The other thing, and this is the, this is the most hilarious thing to me. So apparently, and this is coming from Dom Jr., that cocaine freak. Um, have you ever wanted to do cocaine? Sidebar. Have you ever wanted to do cocaine? I've heard cocaine's great. That's what I've heard, but like not like. Why don't you rephrase the question? Have you ever wanted to do cocaine? Have I ever wanted to? Yeah. Have you ever thought about it? Yes. I've I've heard I've heard from people who aren't like regular users, like maybe once every couple years. Sure. Users, yeah. That it's like it's you know. What have you heard from it, them? I don't want to do it all the time. Nobody I know. No, nobody I know personally. So. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 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 you, maybe you should uh, rethink that, but I don't know. But I've heard like you do it once every couple of years; it gives you a rush. That's what I've heard. You know, it does. <laughs> anyway, okay. Don Jr. Yeah. So apparently at CPAC, uh, he announced that are you tired of uh, CPAC, you which very few people attended. Oh, are you kidding me? What about the millions and millions of cheers that he got? Are you kidding me? I saw live videos, and there there was a significant amount of empty seats in the the double tree ballroom, which we was held. In, we live in a as, de <coughs> as Democrats, we kind of live in a great time because we're basically watching the Republican Party eat its own tail. Because you've got because you've got the hardcore Trump supporters that are Trump do or die, fighting with DeSantis supporters. Like there was a, like there was like an event where DeSantis was at and there's a bunch of Trump supporters that were there waving their Trump flags in the parking lot and screaming and chanting and the police ran them off. I saw because that. Because yeah. So and as and I'm just sitting there eating the popcorn like this it's kinda it's kinda great. It's kinda like great TV. But Don Jr. announced, Are you tired of giving your money to the woke cellular companies? Well, we're announcing Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile has been around. Has it? They put ads on AM radio a lot. How long has it been around? Uh, for a, f a fair amount of time. So I've told you before on this show that from time to time I choose to hate listen. Yeah, to we all do. To AM talk How do you radio. Think I know this information. The, about the overwhelming majority of AM talk radio is on the conservative side. And we have a local station nearby where we live that I, I listen to from time to time. And it is just the absolute filth from the right. 
yeah. <laughs> that have received their own radio shows. And during commercial breaks, there's always ads for Patriot Mobile. So it exists. It's a thing. Yeah. I so but he was announcing it and he was like playing it off as like this thing where it's like you don't give your money to like Verizon and T Mobile and all these other world companies and everything like that. Like the problem that people that don't think logically un- that don't understand is all those third party cellular companies use the towers of the big use companies. The towers that exist. So if you're giving your money to Patriot Mobile thinking that you're giving it to the conservative Christian company they're just renting the towers, the excess from space AT&T from AT&T or Verizon, Verizon or Sprint. T-Mobile, Sprint, all I those companies. I think T-Mobile uses Verizon's towers. You sure? I'm pretty, no, I'm not I'm sure. I'm pretty sure they have their own towers. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Like, but if you have, for example, if you have Boost Mobile, they run off AT&T towers. Mm-hmm. I have Straight Talk, and it varies from phone to phone, but I run off of Verizon towers. So even if you go to this Patriot Mobile thing, like people are cheering, like yeah, Patriot Mobile, you're still giving your money to the woke uh, mobile companies. What's the uh, Ryan Reynolds has a third party cell company? Oh, um, I've seen his commercials with Rick Moranis. Yeah, and they're great. What was it, what was it called? My God, <coughs> I don't remember. I do not remember what it's called. I was just thinking about it the other day. Yeah. But he's third party, so he has to use towers belonging to one of the exactly. big, one of the big companies. It's just, it's, I'm, it's just Google stupid. what, it's what stupid we got to give him a sh- if we're getting, if we're giving fucking Patriot Mobile a shout out, we got to give Ryan Reynolds a cell phone company, and a shout out to Aviator Gin. That's his, that's his liquor. Yeah, Mint shit. Mobile, Mint, Mint Mobile. That's what it is. Mint Mobile. I've heard Good. it's pretty cheap. I've heard it's pretty cheap. They got, they somehow got Rick Moranis out of retirement. To do a Mint Mobile commercial. How great is Rick Moranis? Like, Rick Moranis is just a treasure. He's supposed to be coming back to acting, I heard. Really? He Yeah, like, the whole reason why he, like, left acting was because his wife died. He was like... Mm, kid to raise his kids. Yeah, he's like, I'm, you know, I'm t- I have enough money that I'm just going to take a break from acting and I'm going to be a dad. And now that his kids are, like, grown up and they're, like, off to college and shit like that, he's been considering, like, coming back now. He's like, they, they're grown up. Like, they don't need me anymore. So. And I mean, like, just so many feel-good stories, like... The Oscars are tomorrow. You gonna watch the Oscars, Adam? Not even a little bit. I I'm it, going to. It's. I matter. simp. I simp for the Oscars. Doesn't matter at all. But I want to see Brendan Fraser win the Oscar for Best Actor in the movie The Whale. I want to see that movie. And so I want to. I want to see Quay Quan Short Round. He played Short Round. He made his comeback. Yeah. He's nominated for Oscar for Everything Everywhere All at Once for Best Supporting Actor. I haven't actor. seen that yet either. Like that's I've heard that's and, a good movie. And both of those actors made their big comebacks this year. And it would just be so satisfying to have both of them win. Yeah. And are, arguably they're the two favorites to win in their respective categories. So to have Rick Moranis come back, it would just be the cherry on top yeah. of the comeback, the feel-good comeback story. I did, this been Nicholas Cage has had a good comeback kind of a story. Couple, a couple years of comebacks is what it's been the past yeah. couple years. Yeah, I mean, great, great work, great work, guys. Rick Moranis. What? I was going to call him a national treasure, but then I remembered he's Canadian. What's your favorite Brendan Fraser movie? Probably there's, the Mummy. There's, there's a few to choose from. There, there's Probably the Mummy. But you know what? I happen to have a list of my favorite films. Let me just let me just glance to see which one has I've put Brendan Fraser in. Um, is it the next five? Because we still got to do the next five. We have to do the next, next five. We're going to do that soon here. Um, no? 
Are you going to tell me the mummy's not on your list? Are you going to sit here at this table talking about Brendan Fraser and you tell me the mummy is not on your list or I- any other Brendan Fraser movie? The mummy's on my list. Okay, good. Good. Awesome. I know Spoilers. The, I, I know the mummy's on my list. For It's coming up. In fact, you won't hear it today. That's how high up it is. But I was just truck- checking to see if there was another one with him. That's 100 movies to go through. Yeah, tell I'm not, what, tell you what, I'm not let's get Let's get into it. So Scott has decided that he loves his list. As love, we all I love know, a good he list. Loves his list. Love a good so list. So he decided to make his list of his top 100 favorite movies. Yes. And every episode, he's going to give them five at a time. Yes. Five at a time. So we're not going to give you a reminder for last week's uh, movies because that defeats the purpose. Right. You know? So listen to last week's Catch the Five. Scott, what's your next five? My next five. So we're starting at number 95. Yep. 95. I have a teenage comedy, which I love. I don't I think I hope you've hope you've seen these movies. I have the early two thousands classic Euro Trip. I've never seen. <gasps> you've never seen Euro Trip. I never Trip. saw Euro Trip. Oh my gosh! It's never saw it. Is, it is fantastic. Scotty doesn't know. This, I, I know the reference. Yeah. It's from this movie. Matt Damon. I know that. Matt Damon know that. makes a. Gr- you got to watch Euro Trip. It's, it's one of those movies that when I was growing up should have been a movie that I should have seen, but like it. For some reason, the movie didn't appeal to me. I guess it's gonna be what I'm gonna say. Like it didn't. Like when I saw the trust, it's like it's not really a movie that I'm desperate to see. The guys who created this movie are are live around where we do. Yeah, there's a couple references to our area. Um, the film starts. They go to Europe. That's the whole point of it. High school no. kids go to Europe, but this starts out in their small Ohio town nearby where we live and there's a couple jokes the one guy says europe's like the size of the eastwood mall <laughs> that's a reference yes that's a reference i was right there. i saw this movie in the theater at the movie theater at the eastwood mall when they made the eastwood mall joke and talk about meta right that was like like a joke inside a joke itself yes. like i a joke-ceptioned that movie right there <laughs> but uh yeah, so number ninety five is a Euro trip, fantastic. Yeah. I thought you would have seen that one. It disappoints no, me. No, it, it missed because ninety four is another teenage comedy, and this one I'd be willing to bet that you have not seen. All right, hit me. Varsity Blues. Nope, never saw it. Didn't even didn't even want to see it. Didn't appeal to me. Okay, not a, not a movie that seemed to appeal to me at all. Um. My God, I'm drawing a blank. Is it James Vanderbeek? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Freddie Prince Jr. Yes, Fre- it is. I was getting Freddie Prince Jr. and James Vanderbeek mixed up. They have the three names. They were both. They were both '90s heartthrobs. I think a it's. Mix-up. I think it's Vanderbeek. I think this is Dawson. Okay. It's Dawson, isn't it? Yeah, it's fucking Dawson. Yeah, what am I yeah there it is. James Vanderbeek. James yeah. Vanderbeek. Yeah, there he is. And Paul Walker's in it. Yeah. May he rest in peace. John Voight. Yep, John. Uh, come on, the whipped cream. Can confirm. Can confirm. The whipped cream bikini is from this movie. Didn't know. The whipped cream bikini scene. Um, a football team, high school football team. Hilarious. Amy, Amy Smart is in this movie too. Yeah, yeah. She's right. a good-looking she woman. Yeah, she sure is. Um, but yeah, Varsity Blues is my Ale- number. Alil Swinton. My He's number ninety-four. I'm just naming off people at this point. It's okay. All right, moving on. The now the next three, I'm almost certain you've seen them, so now we can actually get some good discussion. Yeah, going on. yeah, yeah. 
My number 93 favorite film of all time. Speaking of Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery, it's The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. I take pleasure in gutting you, boy. <laughs> the Rock has one of the dumbest and yet one of the funnest fun like one of the funnest scenes to look at. The scene where they first infiltrate The Rock and Sean Connery has to do that rolling through that puzzle thing with the flames and the, the gears like coming down. That's so incredibly stupid because that sh- would never exist anywhere except if you're like a supervillain who's making like their evil lair in a volcano somewhere. Like that shouldn't exist in a prison, but it does. So Sean Connery was playing James Bond in that movie, yes, right? Yes, pretty much. He, yeah. really, he was an MI6 agent who allegedly had gone rogue, but really he just had dirt on the U.S. Yeah. So they, so probably fucking Felix locked him up in Alcatraz, <laughs> and the rest is history. But uh, I drive a Volvo, a beige one. Why was Nicolas Cage sent to the freaking prison? He is not. He's not a military man. He defuses bombs. He's, he's like a chemical because expert. Because he's the one who had to defuse the chemical warheads. They that would they had. never send this man in a real military mission. But they like sent that. it with a whole team who got wiped out right the hell away. Yeah, and it was just him and I Sean saw, Connery so left. I saw, so I saw some a uh, 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 video about this movie once, yeah? and it made a very good point. So in the beginning of the movie, when that military team goes to steal that virus and goes to steal like those little green balls mm-hmm. and when they infiltrate that facility, they all use dart guns and trank guns. Why didn't they use that when the, if they're so worried about American lives and the d- leader, the captain, the general, whatever is so worried about not killing innocent people and not killing like, like showing respect for the military and all this other nonsense. Mm-hmm. Ed Why Harris, did they, right? Yes. It was Ed Harris. Yes, it was yeah. Ed Harris. Freaking great. He's amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Any military role, he's, he, he's just a yeah. military man. Why did they use those same guns when those dudes were coming out of the sewer in the, in the, in the shower scene? Like, you got the drop on these guys. Like, why don't you have dark guns if you're so worried about saving, like, innocent lives and all this other shit? It made no sense. They killed a lot of really Dude, innocent military dudes. The scene where Nicolas Cage was getting his ass kicked by the Marine... And makes he no puts sense the ball, too. He puts the little ball in his mouth. Yeah. Oh man. It makes no sense too. There's absolutely no way Nicholas Cage is messing up that mili- that marine. Your no best. Way. Losers say they'll try their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Carla was the prom queen. Dude, <laughs> dude she was fine. Freaking was great fine. movie. Yeah. It's great. It, movie. it is a great dumb action. In movie. fact. It was my number 93 favorite movie of all time. It is a good Nicolas Cage watch. Number 92. Another comedy. Again from the 90s. But we're talking Ice Cube, Chris Tucker, It's Friday. That's a great movie. Yes, right? That's such a good movie. Another quotable, quotable movie. You got knocked the fuck out. (laughs) Hey, everybody, Smokey's taking it in the weeds. I ain't going to tell nobody else, though. I love Friday. It's one of those movies, like, I will I will watch it a hundred more times. I've seen it so many times. Craig, you ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. <laughs> How you get fired on your day off? <laughs> Such a good one. Such a good one. And the, the, and the, the, dad, the dad steals the show. Every steals. time. In the kitchen, you in the kitchen, eating up all the goddamn food. <laughs> I grab a dog and I strangle it. <laughs> Son, dog 
bit your dad got bit in the ass today by a dirty stinky dog. Rest in peace. I gotta look up that dude's name. I cannot. I can't believe I can't remember his name. Oh my god. Re- that's so sad. When he died, that was so sad. <laughs> Just a very quotable, fun film. And there was a couple sequels. Uh, Next John Friday. Witherspoon. I can't oh yeah, John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon. I couldn't think of his name either. Yeah, but he's great in that. He's, he's kind of steals been, the show. It would have been really cool when they did the sequels if Smokey would have come back. But I'm guessing Chris yeah. Tucker was doing like Rush Hour or something like that. I really, so I really missed Chris Tucker in the sequels. The sequels were good, but they the never really. The second one was good. The third one was a little much, except for the barbecue commercials. Except for Terry Crews. That too, Terry Crews. And Cat Williams. It's going to be right. ball juice. <laughs> Never mind, I take it back. Those, okay, that okay. third one's great. All right. Never mind, I take it back. But the second and third are, are good, but they're just, they didn't capture that essence of the first one. Yeah. The first Friday film. Day Day. Uh, Day Day showed up. Day Day, yeah. And that's why it's my 92nd favorite film of all time. 91. Is a sleeper. This is a movie I watched and mind blown. Didn't expect much from this. I believe it's a Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro movie, ooh, which he does ooh. great work. Yeah, he does. He does great work. Didn't expect this movie to absolutely rock as hard as it did. And and it got a sequel, and the sequel was absolute dog shit. But I'm talking about Pacific Rim. That, you know what? That was surprisingly entertaining. Right? Surprisingly it's, good It's not movie. a great movie, but for what it is, when you think about a movie that is giant robots fighting giant kaijus, yes. like, you think, like, it's got to be ridiculous, and it is ridiculous. It's but that's okay. Ridiculous, and it, but it works. It, it works. works. It works for one movie, though. The sequel sucked. They should have never made a sequel. No. One yeah. movie, that's all it works for. Why do giant robots have swords? We have the technology to make giant robots. Just give them a bigger gun. Just the swords looked awesome. That's why, yes. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like Power Rangers. Like yeah. The, it goes back to the... It the, was a Power yeah. Rangers movie. We talked about Power Rangers earlier. Pacific Rim is what we wanted from Power Rangers. Yeah. Like, it was so cool. It was so cool. Watched this movie. Didn't see this in theaters. Watched it much later, like, at home on TV. And being like... This movie kicks ass. Yeah. This movie's really cool. The the whole thing with the the mind melding between the two pilots made no sense, but it didn't matter because it was still badass. Yeah. It was still cool to watch. It, it it was it was great. Like how do you say no to giant robots fighting Godzillas? That's what it is. Yeah. And it's great. It you was, know what it was? It was an anime. It, it was, was it was a live action anime. It was a live action anime, and that's that's yeah. And I, I think they did turn this into an anime after I, the fact. I think well, no, I think I don't. I I have no fucking basis for this. I have no basis for what I'm about that's to say. That's okay. We but don't know, we don't know what we're talking imagine, about half the time on the show. I imagine I'd have to imagine there's somebody that was on the team that did this movie that um, watched Evangelion uh, Genesis or Evangelion, which is a Japanese, which is an anime, basically about giant robots fighting giant monsters. But it's really cool and a really good story. And it reminds me so much of this a little bit because it's so anime. One of my favorite sayings is the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing you that there was ever originality in the first place. Exactly. Nothing's original. Everything nothing. everything rips off something. Literally nothing is original. Right. And I'm okay with it. If it entertains <clears throat> me like Pacific Rim did, my 91st favorite film of all time, 
That's huge. Like, I've seen a butt ton of movies. To make my top 100, it's impressive work. I think I'd have a hard time making my top 100. I had a I'd hard have a time. difficult time. Listen, if you had a hard time, I'd have a years. hard time. It took, it took me two years to compile this list. I wanted to do something. I, I think I mentioned this last week or when we got together last time. I wanted to turn it into a TikTok. Yeah. Out of broken up five at a time. And I still might do that down the line. But right now, I just it took me so long to make this list. I didn't want it to just sit in my notes and not be utilized. So we're doing it this way. Yeah. Maybe down the road, my list will even change a little bit. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin. Eater. But but right now, why why can't it adapt? This is supposed to be your your your, your list. Your what if list, a new movie comes? What if a new movie comes out and it just absolutely makes me cream my pants? Part two. Okay. You know you know what this is. This is your this is your list of all time up until twenty twenty three. Up then until the, the moment. Next list, yeah. And the next list is from twenty twenty three to twenty fifty. Fair. While we're still doing this podcast, twenty we will be. We had nothing better to I do. I had nothing better to do. Yeah. So to recap, um, we went with ninety five was Euro Trip, ninety four is Varsity Blues, Blues. ninety three was The Rock, ninety two was Friday, ninety one Pacific Rim. <coughs> Tune in next time to hear my next five. And I'm, I'm cheating. I'm looking ahead. Mm, there's some good ones on here. There's some good ones on here. Some ones that we can actually talk about that I've seen? Yes. There's probably a... Uh, let me see. Yeah. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because this is for next week. Don't, but don't you spoil probably, it. You didn't see this. I bet you didn't see this one. I know you've seen this one. You love it. Not sure about that one. Not sure about that one. And not sure about that one. There's <coughs> one I know for sure you've seen. And I think you love it. So it's going to get some... I can't wait. We're going to get some content out of this. My 89th favorite. Just wait. Let's talk about Picard because I don't think we talked about episode three. You're not update. Uh, you're not updated. I'm last not episode, up to date. I haven't. Watched. I don't think we talked about episode three because we didn't meet last week. Okay, to rem- do the podcast. Remind me what episode three episode was. three was the one where they first found out was the one where Raffi found out who her handler is. Oh, and it's the, when we found out the real enemy that's behind everything that's going on. Okay. Sort of find out the real enemy that behind everything's going on. Yes, we find out. Okay. They're really they're really throwing everything at the wall in this in this uh, show. We find out who Ravi's handler is. Of course, it's Worf. It's Worf. Worf. That reveal made me so happy. I was very happy to see Michael Dorn yes. back in the thing. I again, I don't know why his hair is all white right now. I don't get that because Klingons tend to live have a longer lifespan than humans. I think they live for like, I think 200 it, years or something is a couple hundred years. Yeah. 200 and years. And Worf was at the time, next generation, like in his twenties, thirties, something he like that. He was that young. He was, well, when he maybe he might've been in his forties towards the end of the series. But if you remember, I, you know, I guess I don't really know. Cause I didn't look at the timeline. I'm just making assumptions based on, what no, I know that was, might be right. Oh no, yeah. Because his parents, his foster parents were still alive. The Vichenkovs or whatever they were. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're Russian. Fucking yes. Russia. The sophisticated Russian space station. Me in charge and you not touch. That movie better be on your list. That movie better be on your list somewhere. We'll find out. Don't spoil it. I believe it, it is. I believe it is. We'll, we'll get there. So I so I'm I, in my in my head canon, he's at least fifty years old by the end of that series. So that would mean this is like what, forty years later? 
he's still like less than a century old. Look at Yoda, like or baby Gro- or Grogu, baby Yoda. Like the dude's like a hundred years old. He's still a baby. See, fifty. See, I gotta imagine he, he's more than fifty now. Because I just found out. Because I've been watching. You haven't watched Mandalorian I haven't yet. Watched I'm getting ahead of it. I'm a two show person right now. But you remember when he went with Luke? And, and there's like a, what, a four or ten year period between then or something like that. It was like a two to four years. Yeah, it was, a, it was a few years that passed like, between then. Like he, he didn't he didn't complete the trial. So he's not a Jedi. No, but he was there a significant amount of time to learn some Jedi tricks. Oh, he's going to be wielding a lightsaber or something. Yeah, like he's going to be flipping people around. He's left on and right. an island with nobody but Luke and Ahsoka. They're going to teach him some shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. If he doesn't whip out a baby lightsaber, I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to do. The fact that Luke and Ahsoka were together on that island. They fucked. They did, right? They fucked. They did. They had to. Have. That's got to be canon because then they can make another show in the future about Ahsoka and Wait Luke's a second. child. Wait a second. Wait a second. So Luke's dad was like her master. Yeah. And then she became Luke's master. What? In the bed, in the boudoir. What? Oh. <coughs> Dave Filoni. Like, we gotta... Like, this I, has to I, be I, like, I like her talking about, like, good job, Dave Filoni, for, do, for doing for something, doing something that we're imagining happening. Yeah. Yes. Good job, buddy. That's gotta be a porn on so, somewhere in Pornhub. That's gotta be. It's gotta exist. If not, I'm gonna make it for the Foyer Distraction the only thing. You gonna make it? <laughs> and I'm gonna play both You're parts. play both <laughs> Yes, I will. I will subscribe. I will subscribe <coughs> for a distraction. Only fans. Premium content. I'm just imagining how that's going to go in my head. How would I do that? I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. We're going to have a lot of cut takes. <laughs> a significant amount of cut takes for this. And a lot of orange paint. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be more cutaways than Liam Neeson jumping over a fence. <laughs> oh, good. okay. I'm sorry I went on to, to no, Mandalorian, you're, you're good. but you're good. Continue with Picard. I'm getting ahead of ourselves. Where we leave off with Picard? Oh, Worf. Worf, yeah. Worf, our man. If he it's, can't do it, nobody can. <laughs> you know, it's fine. They want to give him white hair. It's fine. He's a pa- he's a bit of a pacifist. Well, not a pacifist, but he's a bit of a. A bit of a solitary monk as like character. He's he's realized, you know, his days of violence and stuff like that or whatever. But is he like we we don't really it was just like the reveal. We didn't really get much of his backstory. Is he still with Starfleet? Or is he with the Klingon Empire? I don't know. Now? He wasn't wearing a Starfleet uniform. No, he wasn't. And the dude was wielding some blades and everything like that, and Starfleet doesn't like do that nonsense. No. They, they frown on cutting Frangie's heads off, so I was expecting that Frankie to be like a bigger part of it because he was—he seemed like a good sinister character. Nah, forget he's about him. He's dead. All right, move on. Do you on. remember the Frankie's <laughs> first appearance in Next Gen? So there was an interview. So apparently, so one of the first Frankies that they appeared in first gen, the actor that played Quark was one of those Frankies. Apparently, oh no, way. I think I think he was one of the early <laughs> Frankies in one. Of, he may not have been in the first episode, but he was one of the early Frankies. And I guess they had told him that the Ferengis were meant to be the replacement for the Klingons. That's the reason why when they first see him in the Next Generation, they're like they were warrior and they were like the lightning the, the, whips, the lightning whips. Oh. Like they were meant, they were not meant to be this capitalist planet, this race. They were supposed to be like, okay, we've seen the Klingons. Now the Klingons are allies of the Federation. We gotta have somebody. The next big bad. What if it's the Ferengi? Ooh, 
and they obviously changed it later on. They made the like, Romulans. Yeah, the, yeah. The, well, the Romulans were the espionage race. They were the they were they were, you know the spy race. And there was the Cardassians that were like the military race. They were like the mere universe of the Vulcans. Yeah, like if they're everything the Vulcans were, but evil. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think I I you haven't obviously seen the latest episode. I'm I'm enjoying the direction that it's kind of going. It's way better than season two. Way better than season two, in my opinion. Um, I'm disappointed you didn't see the last episode because there's a bunch of stuff I want to talk about in that episode. I know it's I, okay. We'll do we'll save for next week. My, and but... I'll, I'll defend myself because I tried to watch it, but my my Paramount app is acting up. It's such a shit app. It's so I like, bad. Like all my like my Netflix, my Disney Plus, like my HBO, all my other apps are working great. I click on the Paramount and it just spins. It just spins and it doesn't it's, load. On your phone, it's good. It's great on the phone. It works. I want to watch it on my. Phone. I know, but I'm, I'm, but I but I've watched stuff on my phone before, like at work and everything like that. But like. It, on like my Fire Stick, it sucks. And granted, I have an older Fire Stick, but Netflix, YouTube, Hulu, and even most of the time, Disney Plus still work relatively well. On the HBO Max, works perfectly on my Fire Stick. And I've had trouble with like <coughs> some of the other apps on my phone, like the HBO and the Disney Plus don't transition well to the phone. I've never had trouble with those apps on my phone. Just fucking iPhone. Yeah, give it rest. I know you're you're right. The Paramount Plus app sucks. Maybe it's because there's probably not a lot of people subscribed, so they don't have like a lot of money to like put a lot of money into the app. Because what's their big shows? Yellowstone, all, all Yellowstone, and all the Star Treks. That's oh, all it. the Star. Well, the thing is, Yellowstone, which is like their big hit right now, isn't even on Paramount Plus. It's they have a contract. It's on. It's on Peacock. That's right. It is, isn't it? It's on Peacock, and God, I hate that show. I've never watched it. Every, it's all the rage. It was, so I it's all the rage, so I was like, I wanted to give it a try, but I haven't watched it yet. Well, I gave it a try, and my parents love it, and everybody in the world jerks off. But, and I do love me some Kevin Costner. Yes. Kevin Costner in Waterworld. That's, that was the name of an episode of this podcast. Chef's Kiss. Yes. Kevin Costner and Robin Hood, not an English accent but whatsoever. But still great. But still one of the best Robin Hood movies ever. Oh, just you wait. <laughs> just you wait. Alan Rickman as the Sheriff of Nottingham. Oh, forget about it. And cancel Christmas. <laughs> That's right. That motherfucker canceled Christmas in that movie. Anyway, I we're talking about Yellowstone now. God, I have a hard time with that show. What, no, is, what is it? Like, what is the show? It is a modern day Western. So it takes place in modern day? It takes place modern day. Ew, I wanted a period piece. That's what I was They They have those. They have spinoffs. They have prequels. Then why would I watch Yellowstone? Because uh, Yellowstone's just a train wreck. The character development, uh, Taylor Sheridan, the guy who does the show, he does a nice job storytelling. He has a nice job developing characters i don't think he's doing a bad job there it's just the characters themselves there is no one to root for everyone sucks this universe is like a whole bunch of bad people and they're doing things that they could get away with in the wild wild west but you can't do this stuff today you can't just murder people we have laws so it's a, so it's a Show that takes place today, but they're getting away with stuff that you can get yes! away from Western. 
Yes. It's like so far-fetched. And I get it. It's not supposed to be that dissected. I'm pulling an atom on this. I'm being very cynical about this show. I'm happy. What pisses me off is a couple of these characters that everybody in in the world is like noosting over. Oh my god, Beth! She's such a fucking badass! She's a cunt! She sucks! She does, man! No! Everybody loves her because she's... Oh, she doesn't take anybody's shit! Yeah, she's an asshole, that's why! Like, like, I know know 20 girls just like her. They're... Just 20? 20 that... Off the top of my head, sure. <laughs> like they're ter- like, ugh, they're they're nepo babies with tons of money, inherited all this land and this big old farm, and they just think they're they're God's gift to the world. And no- nothing against the actors; they're playing characters. I get that. Yeah, I get that. And then, then her husband, this guy named Rip, all these. All these redneck women who live are simping over him. They're double-clicking the mouse every Sunday night <laughs> when, when Yellowstone hits the tube because this guy. And this is this is, is like, it like this is like Daryl from The Walking Dead. Exactly like, like Daryl from The Walking Dead. Exactly. They simped over Daryl because he was like rugged and rough around the edges. You know. Yeah. That's this dude too. And he drove a, a Harley. <laughs> He, he drove like, a Harley. He, he never wore sleeves during the zombie apocalypse. How is that practical? Why would you like, not wear sleeves? You like, need you need if anything, you get a leather you get jacket. More sleeves. A leather jacket that covs your whole body like, so like, that you could go you know, block The more That's sleeves the, most the better thing in the world. When a zombie is trying to bite your flesh, you want a lot of sleeves. This guy had none. Like he was living dangerously, but that's what they love. He doesn't give a shit about the zombies. My, he goes sleeveless. My mother started rewatching The Walking Dead from the beginning. Well, God bless her. And she just wants to watch like a couple seasons because she didn't really. She didn't the get, early she seasons didn't, kicked ass. She, yeah, and that's the early she, seasons. So kicked I was ass. over there uh, last week, and she was watching uh, when they were on the farm and where they first met uh, Herschel. Herschel, yeah, yeah. And they got past the point where they killed all the zombies in the barn and all that other everything like that, and. Daryl was a piece of shit early on. He was a fucking terrible person. Like he was, <coughs> but he's rough. He's rough around the edges, I guess. You know. He got do you to remember learn. when they had? Do you remember when they first introduced Negan? And they sh- like. It, I didn't it, watch it, any of the Negan episodes. You didn't. Then what? I stopped right before Negan hit the screen. I stopped. Well, there was there was a long break in between that season finale and the new season. God, we always wind up talking about Walking Dead. We should just become a Walking Dead podcast. I know a guy who's watching the newest season of The Walking Dead. Oh, God He's, bless him. He says it's actually, he says the past few seasons have sucked, but this is actually pretty good. Get out of here. He, according to him, it. it's I actually it. pretty good. Did, weren't, weren't they planning on making a movie with Rick because he like left the show and they were going to do like a whole Walking Dead movie? Dude, and I don't, oh my God. Oh and my God. Here's the thing. I imagine at this point they're not going to do the movie so that means they're not Rick's story isn't finished because he fucked off in a military helicopter somewhere. I've heard something, and I cannot confirm nor deny this, but I, I don't know if this was fan-made and they're just fucking with us, but apparently AMC, like, all they have is The Walking Dead. Yes. And it's like... Nothing else. They started AMC+, Plus, which is their streaming service, and it's really... Pew, tanking. 
So I saw posters, and I God, I hope. I hope they're fan-made. But apparently, after this season of The Walking Dead ends, it's over. And I'm guessing people go their separate ways or whatever. Yeah. But they're having some spin-off shows. And the one is called Daryl Dixon. The poster. Adam. The poster shows Daryl sitting on his Harley. Sleeveless. Of course. With, with the, the wings on the back of his leather. Tassels on yeah. the tassels on the he's, on the he's He's got his Harley sitting here. And in the background, you see the Eiffel fucking Tower with zombies below it. Motorcycles what? don't go over the ocean. Why in the wild? The it's got to be fan-made, right? It's got to not be it's real. It's got to be. It's Why would he ever real. go to Paris? Unless he's in Las Vegas. It looked like the real deal. <laughs> I mean, it didn't... <laughs> you could have went out west to Las Vegas to, you know, isn't there like, yeah. Why? He cannot be in. Why would. The, I'm flabbergasted. There was another one. The poster just said Grimes starring Andrew Lincoln. And it showed like Rick with his like, holding a gun standing on top of like a, a bus or something. Yeah. So like the two spinoffs were about those two characters. Look. I didn't make it. I saw the episode where Rick supposedly died and they had that whole thing where he got on the military chopper. I saw that scene, but I didn't make it to that actual those episodes. But from the character they developed for seven years up until the point that I stopped watching, he would have never, ever in the fucking world for anybody left his family. If he would have found out that, oh, he's alive and he's on this chopper and all this stuff, he would have done everything in his power well, to get back like- to his son and his daughter. Well, never would he have ever yeah, done that. It makes like, zero sense for his character. Well, he was like almost dead. I know, yeah, but it, but like he like what? he like okay. I did watch the, this. This was this happened before I quit watching. He like blew up a bridge because yeah. like like the zombie walkers were coming across this yeah. bridge and they were gonna get to like where his people were. So he had to like they put explosives on this bridge yeah. to blow it he up, justify this terrorism, and it yeah. like. It like wasn't working, so he had to like go and like do a last minute thing, and like basically like blew himself up. Yeah, but he like got slingshot and like yeah, lived. He was leaning up and, and then this up this this one woman who was a really irrelevant character, character, yeah, finds him, and she like calls this helicopter because that's a thing, and yeah. they like take. It. So he was like knocked out unconscious when no, they. No, I understand that. What I'm saying is, when he regained consciousness, mm-hmm. he was all better. There's nothing in the world that would have ever kept him from not looking for his fucking kids. But he does. Apparently, I, I, he gets away. And his goal is like... And Michonne... Because remember, they had they had some things. Oh, yeah. They Michonne, had real fuck-me eyes going. Well, they did. They like have a kid together. Yeah. They, like, they had a whole thing. Yeah. And she leaves her child with the people in the camp or whatever to go find Rick. It's the dumbest. <laughs> it's the dumbest reasons to write off. But people really, she show. needed to leave to go make Black Panther movies. True. So but that's that's why she it's had to the be the dumbest up. reasons to write characters <clears throat> off. So fucking stupid. Yeah, she had to leave to go make Black Panther movies. So that's why. Oh well, she's gonna go look for Rick. That, that, that's that's how we. That's write what her. you're gonna do in a zombie apocalypse. You're just gonna you know go look for a character that you think is probably dead, but maybe isn't. That's she, what you do. She kind of rocks in Black Panther, though. Yeah, she's great in Black Panther. Yeah. She was great in Walking Dead, too. Samurai she's like the Sword same character. Like, basically, basically yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right, yeah. cool. You're right. You're um, right. 
Yeah. So, why are we talking about the fucking Walking Dead? Because we were talking about Picard, and that led into it led into a bunch of shit. It led into stuff. Because you said the podcast always ends up getting the podcast always ends up getting back to the Walking Dead or Starship Troopers. Those are the two points of the polls for this podcast, essentially. Why were we talking about the Walking Dead? I don't know. Let's talk about the Last of Us, though. There's something I wanted to bring up. I lost. I lost the train. I'm gonna have to revisit Picard. Um, <laughs> to to remind yourself what your thought why'd process we bring was. Up, why'd we bring up Walking Dead? God, we always bring up Walking Dead. Because you're talking about how shit the Paramount Plus app was, and then AMC oh, has AMC it. Plus, yeah. AMC Plus. Yeah. There yeah. we go. We brought it back around. AMC Plus is really trying to uh, make make themselves relevant. Yellowstone. Yeah. Yellowstone is yeah. what I was talking about. Fucking Yellowstone. Good God. They suck in that movie. Rip. That's what it was. He reminds me of Daryl Dixon. He figured it out, ladies and gentlemen. Rip. He I figured did. it out. I dissect. He the, Sherlock Holmes himself the back fucking, to the point. The, the character Rip from the Yellowstone, he is the Daryl Dixon yes. character. And, Here's and, the thing. I love, there Norman, was a scene, I love Norman Reedus, by the way. Not to go off on another thing. I do like Norman Reedus. Boondock Saints. Like, Stay tuned. Dude, dude. Blade Trinity. No, Blade 2. Blade, Blade two. 2. He was... I think Blade Trinity sucks. It does suck. Blade 2 is good. But Blade 2, it's not good either. But he's in that. He's a vampire sympathizer in that movie. Yeah. He gets killed at the end of it. Spoilers. Vampire sympathizer. Yeah, he's in that movie. But he's great. I, I do like I do like uh, Norman Reedus a lot. But so, this character you don't like in Yellowstone. Rip. He, okay, so the, you didn't watch any of the Negan stuff, but there was this there was a season finale where Negan like captures everybody. He's got them on. You've you've seen the, seen the Chappelle, Chappelle show. show, the Chappelle show. Well, skit. the SNL bit, yeah, the, SNL, the SNL, the SNL where Dave Chappelle, where he, yeah. freaking classic, yeah, freaking great. It's great. God, I need to rewatch some more. We're done recording, but like he like wipes somebody out. Yeah, but you don't see who it is, and they fade to black. And there's like a whole freaking year. I remember that before the new season. I remember starts. everybody talking about it. Who'd he kill? Who's and, not gonna come back? And, and the whole thing was these redneck women on the internet were like, "If he killed Daryl, I am done watching the show." Oh, I remember that. I am done. Wa- and I was so angry. There about were that. people that I knew who were on my Facebook friend list who said the same thing. If they killed Daryl, I'm done watching the show. I'm like, let it go. No, I, I remember being like, he is look, not like... <clears throat> look, Norman Reedus is a great is a great actor. I do like him a lot. And I'll be honest with you, Daryl, the character, he he had a great development through the show. But that doesn't mean he should be protected from death. Oh, like, but guess what? He is. He is, yeah. You're he's right. still freaking alive in the show, and apparently he makes it to freaking France. He storms the beaches of Normandy by himself <laughs> with his motorcycle and his dog, and he beats the zombies back to Does he get a dog? Versailles. He's got a dog. He's got a dog. Because you just got to play the heartstrings even He's more. freaking got a dog now. But this character, Rip, from Yellowstone. You keep talking about Rip. Because he drives me crazy. Like, he says some funny things, and he's kind of a badass in the show. But these women, the same women that simped over Daryl Dixon, are simping hard for are Rip. You, are you jealous, Scott? Is that what I'm hearing? I am now? not jealous of this. Like... No. And I, I will own it. I will own it. But Look, this is not the case. Women love the rough boys. 
That's what they love. Most women love the rough boys, the, the down and dirty boys. You know, the character who the, plays the boys, it. the boys that are troubled at heart, and you gotta fix. I I don't know the the actor who plays him, and he does a, he does a great job. No no disrespect to him, but the way he looks. I feel like he should be sitting right here being the third member of this podcast. He's got like a beard. It's not well kempt. He's like a little bit chubby. Dude, like that's the thing. <coughs> that's the thing. He's got the dad. But, but these women are just like goo goo over Pedro him. Pedro Pascal. Huge, huge dad energy. He's got the beard. He's rough around the edges. Pedro Pascal is a good looking man. He is. Yeah. He, I, I, I will. He's done. He does have dad energy. His beard is rough. Well, I mean, it wasn't rough in Game of Thrones. That's the only thing that it wasn't rough in. It was it's, rough in Mandalorian. Well, we don't see his face in Mandalorian. We see it at one point. One freaking instant. Yeah, it was rough. And he just had a big he freaking was, he thing. He was sweaty and rough. He was a sweaty boy. His hair was wet. They, the women love a sweaty boy. He looks rough in, in The Last of Us because... It's the apocalypse. It's the apocalypse. It works for him, you know? <clears throat> How does it feel to be the guy that's a heartthrob in the apocalypse? Ask Daryl Dixon. Ask Pedro <laughs> Pascal. I don't know. What do you think about Last of Us? I love We Last have one Us. episode left. I love this show. It's pretty so good. Much. What's the weakest episode so far, do you think? It's got to be the episode where uh, Joel found his brother. It's got to be the weakest episode, right? Like, not a lot happened. It was kind of like a, a moment they had together. There was a few good scenes, but that's got to be like the weakest of the episodes. And it's a good episode, too. So that's saying something for the show. Yeah, that might that might be it. That might be it. Joel got hurt in the last episode. We didn't talk about the last episode either. So we have two episodes. To talk the about. mall. The mall. The mall. That was so the mall was a DLC for the game, a downloadable content. So it wasn't in the main game. They made that content later on and you had to pay for it. I never played that part of the game. So I so this is like my first time experiencing what happened to Ellie. I knew that the Ellie had a like a friend slash love interest character in the DLC. Yeah. And we kind of actually get to see it. Why how so here's my question. Are you okay? Here's my question. How are you gonna put a fifteen not even fifteen, like probably a thirteen year old in charge of like I granted okay it's like supposed to be like a mall and it's a band and yada 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 how do you put her in charge of like this outpost area before you send her out when she first a first joined the fireflies and b you didn't search the entire place that's that 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 uh zombie s character the infected character was wide sitting out wide open you didn't search that place and you're going to put her leave her alone there well uh, they didn't go in the american girl doll store which is probably one of the first places I'd have been. Exactly. Let's be real. But uh, pickings are slim, man. The fireflies are. I guess. Fireflies don't have that also, if much gonna, manpower. If you're, gonna, if you're just gonna send her, like the whole point of the one report, the uh, the fights that happened in this episode was, you know, Ellie gets mad at her, and I, I feel bad. I can't remember her character's name, but Ellie gets mad at her because she's like, I'm the fireflies are sending me like to across country, basically mm -hmm. to this place. It's like. Okay, like if you're gonna if you're just gonna send her away somewhere and like the next day, why is she sitting in this mall in the first place? What's the point of this mall? It makes no sense. Like she should be with the rest of the group, right? She's a trainee, you know? She's a trainee, she should be trained by a firefly. Doesn't make any sense. I was waiting, so there there was that dance scene towards the end of the episode before the infected came out when they were dancing like on that like glass thing. I was waiting for that glass to break. I was waiting for that shit.
I thought that was gonna be like the the part where you know one of them got hurt and then the infected came and everything like that. The sexual tension between the two of them, the entirety of that episode, was just like it wasn't a slow build. No, it was a fast build, and then the crescendo was such a disappointment. Like I get it, they're like fifteen years old, but let's think about fifteen years old, fifteen year olds. But in you're thinking about fifteen year olds now, not in post apocalyptic America. Do hormones change when the apocalypse happens? I would argue. I think not. I would, I would argue that it was the story was meant to be like because <laughs> they they knew they were best friends and so they hung out all the time, but they didn't realize how deep the friendship was was until she was set to leave and never see Ellie again. I think that's kind of what it was, where it's like now they realize it's the reason why Ellie was angry like halfway through the episode and like she almost fucked off was because like they were angry and they couldn't figure out why they were so angry. It's because that they realized that they weren't they were more than just friends. They like loved each other like hardcore. Mm. <coughs> yeah, just it was it was not it was not it was a nice episode, but I wouldn't say it was a very strong episode. I mean, you saw early on. The noise and the sound and the lights and yeah, it was they it was, they, they panned it was, it to the was an underground infective. mall. It was an underground mall is where they were. They panned over and you saw the infected and you were just like, and they did a really good suspense job, almost like a horror movie style, of okay, this fucking guy was gonna jump out at them, give us a jump scare at when some point. When is he gonna here. come? When is he come? And they really held on to that. There were so many opportunities. That they made it seem like, oh, this is he's gonna come. Yeah. And and the the music was like crescendoing and you were like on the edge of your seat. And it just never happened. No. They really built that up and I think that was a nice shot. And job. it just came out of nowhere too. He just came literally out of nowhere yeah. and it was it was it was pretty good. I I did enjoy the episode. I would say it was a flashback episode because Joel was hurt now. Joel's hurt in this basement of this mm-hmm. little banded house that, that Ellie found because he got stabbed by these guys, they like made it to the town where the fireflies were supposed to be, and the, or the university, and they had to leave because these dudes came up. And now Joel's hurt. I remember this portion in the game because this is this is the portion of the game where you started playing as Ellie. And I'm gonna tell you this right now: in the game, Ellie killed a lot more people than they let her kill in this in these episodes. Oh, wait till the next episode. No, I I know. She still killed a lot more people. Like there was a whole sequence where, like, you get to so we're, let's get into the next episode when the guys come to, like search for Joel after they have their first meetup. Uh, the sequence goes on where like she gets on the horse, tries to, like scare them off, and, like lure them away, and everything yeah. like that. In the game, there's a whole sequence where like she has like a bow and arrow, and she's like sneaking around, and you have to like kill at least some of the guys before you get captured. Like she does do some murdering in, in the game, but like. I understand you have to do it for like the purposes of, you know, you can't spend too much time in this. I think it was better because who had she killed up to this point? She killed the only human that we know of that she killed was the dude, the, the teenage dude that was on top of Joel whenever before. Oh, that's right. She, she shot him in the back whenever she was on top of Joel, just trying to like choke him out with the shotgun. That's right. When they were in, they were in Kansas city or whatever. Yeah. And she, yeah. Okay. So now I feel like the murders that she does in this last episode carry more weight because they just, they just didn't have her on horseback with a bow and arrow, like Katnessing all these assholes. Like, 
Because she would have done that just like whatever. Like her killing these guys carries more weight. Yeah. And I was, I what was a, a good little, episode. So I was a little concerned at the beginning of the episode because they brought, they introduced this little settlement area that exists and you have the leader who is a current preacher who used to be a teacher but now he's a preacher and i was really concerned because of all the fascist shit that's going on in the country right now that it's like can we just not have like a religious aspect to it and i'm really glad they didn't like weren't really heavy-handed onto it like there was a few parts but it didn't like it didn't the episode didn't hang on the fact that you know maybe he is like a big bible thumper kind of dude he he comes clean to ali yeah where he's basically like i don't believe this shit they do. So I'm... It's like, I'm trying to be a good leader here. That's all I'm trying to do. And if, they, if this is what they like, then this is what they like. I don't... Like, this isn't my thing. I wasn't... I was a teacher before the apocalypse. I didn't find God till after it. So, you know, He was also a pedophile. Oh, heart. Oh, yeah. And did bad things, which they didn't really go into detail about. But Until he was on top of Ellie in the burning fucking building. And he was, like, ready to be like... Yes. He, he made the dark comment, like... He basically, like, I like it when you struggle or something. He basically alluded to the fact that, like, it just gets me off whenever so you struggle. So he must have had done that before. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. So... So um, he was a bad guy. He needed to go... <laughs> Um, and how he went, dude. She Ellie was really badass. So, so we, ha- we have the scene where Joel. First of all, Joel. Let's talk about Joel for a second. Very dark in this episode. So he like they search there after they capture Ellie. He they're he they're searching the town, this little abandoned town for Joel, and he like gets the dude in the neck because Ellie's been like giving him like the uh, anti- antibiotics, so he's able to like mm-hmm. he's healthy now for the most part. But like gets to the neck and then captures the other two guys, ties the one dude up to the lazy boy, ties the other dude up to the him. ground, and he like sticks his knife in his knee and he's like yada 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 this and everything. He's trying to get the information for like where he is in the map. And after he gives him the information, he just guts him. And then he goes to the other guy. He's like, he told you the truth. I don't know why you kidding. He's like, I know. I believed him. And then he just kills the other dude right there. And I'm like, holy shit! Like they really like, showcase how hardcore like, I, this dude I want, is. I want. I want to scream. And I, I've never done any CIA training or anything like this. But in that instance, if you're being tortured and you're captured and the guy says, I need this information out of you, give it to me or I'll kill you. Give me the information. I'll let you go. Adam, they're never going to let you go. That's that's like that's what happens. It's they're well, going the, to kill you regardless. I think part of it's the idea or like <laughs> part of you kind of believes like if I just give him the information, I'll let him go. But part of you also knows if I don't give him the information, he's just going to prolong the pain and keep torturing me even more because he stuck the he stuck the blade in his knee and then he was twisting it slowly while it was in his knee. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And he did it with he had no problem doing it. No yeah. problem whatsoever. No problemo. And then we find out. That, I, we find out this whole town is a can, town full of cannibals. Yeah. But like the rest of the only like four or five people know about like the whole cannibalism, and they're gonna like gut Ellie and like have her be the next thing. And she's like, "Oh, you know, I'm infected, and you know, I bit you and the whole thing." And then she butchers the one dude, takes the butcher knife, and just gets that dude in the neck. And that's how you she know who escapes. that guy was. Who was that? The voice of Joel in the video game. Was that? Was that him? Yeah. That. I, I don't know. I what found that, that. I found I don't, that. I don't know what that dude looks like. I know he's a. Well, huge, you wouldn't know what he looks like. But I'm. Uh, but I know he's a huge like voiceover artist in the video game industry. So, so. I watched the after credit stuff. I, know you, I asked you if you did this, and you said you don't. But they do interviews with the creators yeah. and everything, and they did interview this guy, and he was basically like, 
like I was so excited when they asked me to come to play a live action role in this. He's like, I thought they were going to make me a clicker, you know? Yeah. And when they gave me this role and I read the script, he's like, wow. He's like, I was very excited to be David. Was that his name or something? Or was that the, that's the other guy? James. I don't remember their names. I do not remember. Oh, something. Anyway, well, he's like, so the guy who got cleavered in the neck one time and then just fell down and died. Yeah. He was like the right hand man. Yeah. He's the one who shot the horse when she was riding it. Yeah. He is him. He is the one that was like, kind of like a little off about the preacher. He was kind of like, maybe this is not kind of challenging him a little bit. Yeah. You saw maybe, maybe you're not like protecting us. Maybe, you know, we need a better leader. He played Joel in the video games. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. That's great. That's awesome. I, I love it when these, these things do that. So, And then Ellie's scene, when she butchers the preacher. Holy shit. The whole th- she's trying to escape, and the whole building's burning down around them because she threw like a, a log from the fire into the curtains and everything like that. And he's, It gets to the point where they're tussling around, and he's on top of her like doing the whole rapey thing. Yeah, and she like reaches back and grabs a cleaver and just gets him in the neck and then gets on top of just bam bam like hardcore just like slamming the cleaver down yeah. it was so satisfying it was such a satisfying thing what i want to know is so this building that they were in i imagine it must be somewhere in the town how the hell did joel sneak up to the burning down building and like where was not, everybody else it was the middle exactly, of the day yeah like where the fuck was everybody <laughs> like you think first of all a a building's burning down if you're in this civilization you're like we got to put this out somehow like everybody's got to work towards it nobody shows up at all to this building that's on fire and then joel she like escapes out the back and then joel comes up to her and like surprises her and like hey you know you, they, have, they have they have a very good moment where it's like it's the first real moment that they've had together where it's like she's his like surrogate daughter essentially and they have a, like a real solid moment. He called her baby girl. Yes. Which is what he called his daughter in the yes. first episode. It was it was a great yeah, moment. I see you smiling about that. But that where was... the fuck was everybody else? Where were these other people in this town? So they had me tricked. They had me fooled. Because when when Joel pulls his stunt in the in the house where he kills those guys and yeah. finds out where they are and he grabs the gun and grabs and gets on his way. I'm thinking, all right, he's going to get there and save her. The whole time I'm waiting for Joel to get there and save her, Ellie needed no saving. This was Ellie's moment. This is this, her. This is her, her. I thought Joel was going to be the hero again, come to save the day. She needed no help. This is kind of Ellie's growing up moment where mm-hmm. like, she realizes now, because for most of her, her, pretty much her entire life, mostly, she's been like a Fedra Academy and she's like had a room and she's been trained by these soldiers and everything like that. And then she had the first kind of moment with when she shot that kid in the back that was trying to kill Joel in the episode earlier. And this is like the first real like grown up like, oh, shit, the world is actually very dark. And like, I got to grow up and talk about how stuff. useless the Fedra Academy was. Yeah. Like she was not prepared. She was like, running what were they laps do- in the gym, like running laps in the gym. How about fucking teach them how to do something useful? Yeah. Like so when this situation happens, she's not completely clueless. Like she's learned more with. Joel these several months traveling out west than she did the whole time at the school in Boston. Exactly. Yeah. <coughs> it's it worthless training. Worthless government training. Worthless apparently, I'm guessing. So it was it was a great episode. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I cannot <coughs> wait. So you said the next episode's last episode. It's the last episode. I can't wait for you to see what happens. 
Oh boy, I can't wait for to see what happens. If they, I, the way they've been doing the show so far, it's been going relatively along with what the game has been going. A few minor differences, but it's done very well. I cannot wait for you to see what happens. So good, so good. Looking Chef's forward. kiss, so good. Looking forward to it. Scott, how can people get a hold of us? How can they get a hold of us for a distraction? You know, if they want to talk to us, if they want to tell us that we suck, or you know, tell us we're awesome, you know, ideally awesome. I mean, you don't have to do that. Or you can shoot us an email for distraction at gmail dot com. Uh, let's know what you're thinking. What do you think of these shows? What do you think about my top 100 list yeah, so far? Yeah, the list. Yeah, I got more coming that way. Um, lots of different ways you can listen to our show. Definitely. Uh, we are on Facebook. Search for Forward Distraction on there. You can like our page. We, we do uh, every, every week when we yeah when we do this, every we week every week when we're recording we go Facebook Live. So that's a nice easy way you yeah. can find us. We're also on Twitter. Uh, search for Forward Distraction on there. Follow us. Uh, Twitter posts a bunch of nudity. Twitter is Twitter is great. They for have that. they have like no you can, you can it, when did that it, happen? It's always been like that. That Twitter, wasn't that wasn't an Elon thing. No, that's always been like that. Like that's why a lot of porn stars are in like OnlyFans. Uh, people are on Twitter all the time because they can you can literally post just all nudity if you want to. So you for distraction, we could post nudie pics and they. Oh won't. yeah, we could post all our dick pics if we want to. You hear that, folks? Yeah. Find us on Twitter. You can tweet us at Podcast FYD. Hashtag let me see that dick. Let me see that wang. <laughs> Everybody wang chung tonight. Um, how do you listen to our show? Dude, I listen to it all kinds of different ways. I go to Spotify. I go to SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes. That's right. I listen to it four separate times. What about YouTube? YouTube? Yeah, we're on. We throw the videos on YouTube. You know, you can search for the. It's best to search for the episode name, but we I put the link in the uh, podcast description too, so you can head over there. I should be on our Facebook also. The link to the YouTube. So mm-hmm. you know, also Electronic Media Collective. Can't forget about our bros over there. What's up, fellas? ElectronicMediaCollective.com if you want to listen to For Distraction and a bunch of other really fantastic effing shows. Share us. Rate us. Like us. Send us to your friends. The only way that we grow is if you guys can help us grow. There it was. I'm she gets a t-shirt with that. I'm on. not afraid to ask for help. I'm not afraid to ask yeah. for assistance. You know, if you guys like the podcast, the only way that we want to keep doing it is if you guys... You know, tell your friends about us. Say, hey, we get this great podcast where these two drunk guys just, you know, la- you know, just somberly talk about stuff. And then occasionally they get really up and wild and uppity and everything like that. It's nuts. I started. Uh, and, wa- only, and only fans. I, 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 not yet, but uh, the time may come someday. I started doing two things. A great show. You talked about. How your mom was rewatching Walking Dead, yeah. but only the early seasons. Yeah. I kind of was doing the same thing with uh, Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, I started rewatching season one, maybe I've, even season two, because they were so good. I've always wanted to do that, but I, I, I feel like game for me, Game of Thrones is a great show. I don't think it, it's like Breaking Bad. I don't think I could go back and watch it a second time. I think one and done is good. Well, I started okay. rewatching some of it, and I thought it was fun. Another thing I started doing, and I don't know, if there's so much of this. There's so much of this. I don't think I'm going to finish. But I thought it was very interesting. I started watching the first season of Supernatural. Really? Really. That's crazy. That's 15 seasons of 15 show. Se- I'm not going to. That's gonna, a lot of shows. There's show. a lot of episodes, that's too. A lo- it's like 
30 episodes a season, 15 seasons. I, Jesus it's Christ. It's on the WB. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Those WB shows just give you so much content. Yeah, they do. They have no, like, they don't do anything else. Like, if you're a producer at the WB. It's not always good content. Like, you're just going to, okay, what can we do? But you know what I'm kind of digging Dude, the first season? They, it's X-Files. That's all it is. Here's the thing. So, I, I do love Supernatural. And I've seen every single episode. I've, se- I've finished the whole series. So, they made a spinoff called The Winchesters, which is about his par- their parents. And their time is like hunters and everything like that. Apparently, isn't their dad Negan? Yeah, he's he's the yeah he's that dude. But the, he's not he's not the in this. It's like when they're young. Oh, so he would be too old. It yeah, wouldn't exactly. fit right. It's, it's I like gotcha, the young. Gotcha. So like Richard Dean, Morgan, so like Dean Dean Morgan, yeah. comes back in one of those episodes recently. Like he comes back, and it's spoilers because you're you're not going to make it to the end of the series. But it's like spoilers. How for dare it. you? Will you? No. Exactly. So he comes back and yeah, and he makes an appearance because I'm guessing they need ratings because it was like a timey wimey thing. Yeah, I, it, it was. It's it's heavy spoilers for the last season of that show, and I don't know if you're gonna make it or not. And it's, a, it's super spoilers. So I find it fun because right now they're doing like Monster of the Week shows. Yeah, like they're not all intertwined. Well, like, here's and the thing. They they do that for most of the series, but after a while, you've covered pretty much every single monster. So just make up new ones. That's what all monsters are anyway. They're just what, made that's up. That's what they do. Like they take they when they wrote that show, they take like actual legends of like mythology and stuff like that. Eventually, they go up against like the you know mythical gods like you know Odin and all these other fucking people and shit like that. So it's a nutty show. It's a good time though. Do you understand like? How much it reminds me of X Files. I understand. Yeah, it's, I, it's got X Files one of my favorite shows of all time. It's got a monster of the week with an overarching story for the entire solving season. a mystery. Yeah, everybody loves a good mystery. Since the days of Scooby Doo, we love a good mystery. Up until Velma. 